The Drive-By Podcast, brought to you by OwnSpace. This is The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. Episode 126 of the Drive-By Podcast is on. Hope you're enjoying your summer so far. My name is Freeway Frank. Thank you so much for joining me today. Only one podcast this week, and it's not because I'm slacking off. I mentioned this a few weeks ago, and as I'm working on new stuff for this podcast, I was going to say, as we're working on, that's a one-man show. I'm not going to lie and make this sound bigger than it is. It's big, but it's me, myself, and I. Wasn't that a song from De La Soul? Me, myself, and I. So I'm working on things because as we get closer to the end of summer and the fall, I want to be rolling. That's about as long as I could play a song in my life. That's why I play them for a split second. I'm going to get flagged and uh, the podcast removed. But if not, I play the whole thing. But as I was saying, rolling episode after episode, getting to all the guests and all the conversations, the real and raw chats, you're not going to get anywhere else that you're only going to get in this world of podcasting. Because everywhere else, you know, you get, what do you get? Lies. That's right. Or people that, now now somebody's going to say for sure, some lefty is going to say, well, I heard Frank say that everybody else lies. Well, I'm sorry, but I'm watching Trust me, I don't watch legacy news or any kind of that shit, but anytime it pops up on social media, it's not necessarily that they're always lying, but they're, they're not telling the truth, which is in essence like lying because they, they never tell both sides of the story. It's always one narrative. And uh, when somebody tells the truth, you know what happens to somebody when they tell the truth. So this is where we're at. We know that, right? If you're listening on the other side, you don't. That's the truth. The truth is nobody wants to hear the truth anymore. People would rather be, the majority of people would rather be lied to and they'll accept it as the truth because they have busy lives. I mean, just look at the experiment we went through in this, at the beginning of this, that's what I'm, I'm, how I'm going to refer to it from now on, the experiment at the beginning of this decade, just in time for the new decade. Look at how well that went, right? And how many people said, yes, master, not once, not twice, three, four, some are even, oh man, some are even lining up for stuff this, this fall. I was, I never watch any kind of legacy television, radio, but when I was in Toronto, I was in Ontario for 10 days seeing my in-laws and I spent some time with some friends in Toronto and I was at my buddy's house and he happened to, to have like, you know, network news on and whatever he, him and his dad had on. And I realized that, oh my, I haven't watched that in such a long time. And, and I'm better for it because they scare you. That's all they do. And they don't tell the truth. They avoid the truth and, and scare people. Everything is all hot weather is climate change. Fires is climate change. Anything that's happening is always related to climate change. Any study any new illness, well, it's be, it has to be climate change. And then they're talking about getting boosters, 
right? They're they're mentioning that you should consider boosters this fall, and it's it's a wacky, messed up world over there on legacy media because if you follow social media or just live your life life is good you don't hear about any of this stuff you don't see any of this stuff then you put it on you see it i saw it in the background and i saw you know people wearing masks i don't know guy on a bike like rowing across lake ontario well biking not rowing but you know what i mean and he's wearing a mask 33 degrees outside and and this is is this is the this is what they show this is the story if the majority of people are too busy with their kids enjoying summer vacation which is where i was going with all this by the way at the start then they're too busy to want to hear anything else but what other people are telling them which they'll assume is the truth because i watched it on the news and let's be honest, most people are turning on those stations to get their news and really think, and I was guilty of this back in the day when I worked in buildings that had news affiliates and all that. I just assumed everything that was coming up was, well, they, it's a news organization. They must be telling the truth, right? But now you know. Now you can hear the agenda is as clear as day, right? Unless you're out to freaking lunch. And I'm not saying that one side is always 100% right, but it's definitely not them. They're not 100% right. So the fact you can't question and uh, given a thought or opinion without being silenced or canceled should say it all there. You should, we should have learned all this already. But having seen this with my own two eyes while I was on vacation and then even turning on the radio, which I never do here in Montreal, it's, it's really rare I turn on the radio here. But turning on the radio in Toronto, I realized, what twilight zone am I in? I'm listening to radio hosts and all that who, who are just either completely asleep or uh, I'm convinced they can't all be completely asleep. It's, it's, it's impossible. Okay, there's a lot of smart ones too. They're not, they're not just people with big voices that were told, hey, you got a great voice. You should get on the radio. Okay, maybe I'll do that. And spent 20 years in the business, but they have nothing to say. And it's just, it's all about the, hey, here's the temperature of the weather and the time check and whatever. Hey, hey. And no, it, they can't be, they can't all be oblivious to this. And they're not, but I'm convinced now they're all collecting a paycheck. Because I had a conversation with a friend of mine that works in radio that is still in radio and this person basically told me, look, there's a lot of people who are just going with the flow, with emotions, so they could survive. Collect the paycheck, run it for as long as they can, meaning you know, be in legacy media for as long as it hits the bottom of the ocean, and then uh, think about what they're going to do next later. Well, I said, yeah, it has to be because they can't be this out of touch. Because some of the stuff I heard without getting into specifics I mean, I'm just shaking my head going, wow, this is 2023, and some of these people are talking like it's still summer of 2021. So I'm working on things during this summer to bring you a lot more here on the drive-by. Love having the guests on, but in order to do that, need to get a lot of people in here, need to do a lot of podcasts, and occasionally I'll pop up with a solo cast like today, which I still like to do. I enjoy because I could sit back, talk about things that, I think are important to discuss because you wouldn't hear the conversation pretty much anywhere else unless it's on a platform like this. Giving two sides of the story instead of the, the, the only side that they ever give is important to me and that's why I'm here.
So today, I'm going to talk about Justin Trudeau's cabinet shuffle. If I'm not mistaken, Justin Trudeau has done yet another cabinet shuffle, and if the math is right, he completely fired seven MPs and moved 23 of them. And this guy still continues to be prime minister. Because of his smugness, because of the fact he's such a narcissist, because of the fact he's so self-centered, and Justin Trudeau thinks everybody loves Justin Trudeau. I mean, I thought to myself, I was talking to my wife about this on the drive back, saying he can't possibly think that he is liked. He has to, he hears, I mean, he hears all these people yelling at him at, at these protests, screaming obscenities at him. Some a little, I find, cross the line, but I know people are angry, and it's a free country, you would think. And he hears it, he sees it, but he's in such denial because he was in Calgary for the Stampede about 10 days ago, and he met with a member of the Muslim community, and he was blaming and saying that all this stuff that the Muslims were hearing about Trudeau and his agenda with LGBTQ+, ABCDEFGEHAJKLMNOPQRSTVWXYZ is not true. Yes, he stands up for the rights of everybody, but the misinformation and disinformation, this is what he said, comes from the American alt-right MAGA Republicans and people in America who are, who are pushing this here and have recruited people here in Canada who are pushing this, this agenda of misinformation. But the guy is so freaking out the lunch. Americans, they never cared about Canada. They will never care about Canada unless somehow we become the topic of uh, you know ridicule, and it's mostly because of the things that Trudeau does that we've gotten so much press. Uh, we got to thank Trudeau. He put us on the map if we weren't already on the map. We were a big joke before to the United States. It was always like, yeah, Canada, igloos and Eskimos. I don't even know if I could say that now. And now we're even a bigger joke to America. Thanks to Trudeau. He really believes that these people exist to bring him down. And they don't they couldn't care less about us, honestly. They laugh at us, okay? The same way Canadians are insecure about Americans and laugh at Americans and say all this stuff, but then vacation you know, on their beaches and they're in, in their open states when things are closed back home. But Americans don't care about us. They really don't care about us unless they know a Canadian, have a family member, they don't. We're not on the freaking radar for them. We never have been, ever. The fact that he mentions this is so funny to me because he is in panic mode. And the only reason he'd be sitting down with some, somebody from the Muslim community talking about this stuff is because he is afraid that if he doesn't, he will lose the Muslim vote. If he loses the Muslim vote, he's done. He's not going to win the election. For the same reason why they're dropping like flies. It was a bloodbath. So the ministers... Canadian ministers who are now no more. Joyce Murray, I don't even know who Joyce Murray was. I think she's from like the fisheries minister. Omar Al-Gahabra, Omar Al-Gahabra, well, he's a beauty. You know, you know what he did 
with uh, yeah, planes, trains, automobiles, the transport minister. Yeah, we, we saw him at we saw him with his best work, or should I say, his worst work during the three years. Remember the Arrive Can app? Remember all the ridiculousness with the airports? Yeah, that was Omar. And uh, remember this video? Omar, it's time. <laughs> remember that stupid video they did around Christmas? Omar, it's time. I'm going to fire your ass. Omar gets in some kind of... That's Trudeau's one of the 37 cars from the motorcade. Brings him a suitcase. Then it's the Mission Impossible music. Accept the mission or deny the mission. Omar takes out a Christmas ornament. Covers it. Some kind of cloth. And hammers it. Kind of like what they're doing in Canada. Santa's cleared for travel in Canadian airspace. He's coming. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and stay safe. <laughs> A message from Transport Canada. Omar. Not that I ever liked Omar. Uh, he's, he's like four foot seven. He looks like he's on one of those TV shows that my wife likes, science fiction shows. It's, I don't want to go there and insult the guy, but... Justin Trudeau, his boss, just like that, boom, fired. Mona Fortier from the Treasury Board, Helen, Jack Zek, Public Services, Caroline Bennett, me Mental Health and Addiction. Uh, that's the minister that I think was in charge of uh, pretty much pushing pills and drugs into the veins of addicts, because that's the liberal way. And, uh, and two Italians. Marco Mendicino, Public Safety, and David Lametti, who are probably not even, I call them fake Italians. A lot of people 60 or under, especially in other parts of Canada, have Italian names, but they can't speak a word of Italian. But I guess they're still Italian. But anyway, it's their fault for being liberals and not changing with the times or changing over to conservatives when they saw their prime minister or their leader or their boss doing what he did, especially Italian Canadians. Italians supported the Liberal Party for so many years. But how can you support them now after everything you, you've seen the Liberals do? And, and look, Justin Trudeau only cares about Justin Trudeau. So all these people gone to save whose ass? Justin Trudeau's. Because these people probably or would not have probably been based on a controversy or two or things that, that happened under their uh, you know, tenure. Uh, under their supervision, might not have been uh, voted back in as MPs in their districts. So uh, Trudeau had to get rid of them, and he whacked he whacked uh, seven of them, if we use the um, mob terminology. So he got rid of seven of them to save whose ass? Trudeau's ass. That's how politics work. It's slimy, it's dirty, and no one is better at it than Justin Trudeau, always looking at saving his own ass. If you see it any other way, or you can't see what I'm saying, run some searches 
on Google and put some of those names of the ministers who are no longer part of the cabinet and, and see what they're linked to, the controversies and the things that they weren't popular that they did. And uh, you'll understand why Trudeau had to get rid of them or else it compromises the liberals getting in in the next election. And for Trudeau to be doing this now and doing the shuffle, it's always when they do this, it's because they're preparing for an election. Now, what scares me is if Justin Trudeau is preparing for an election because this guy is he's meticulous. OK, he knows when to call an election. He follows the, the playbook to a T. They know the right time to call an election. Would he call an election if he thought the liberals would lose? Zero chance. So for him to call an election, it's because he actually believes the liberals would win, which scares me because I don't know about you, but I can't see or don't know too many people who still like this guy. Don't get me wrong. There's still quite a few. I hear it all the time. Well, he's the lesser of two evils. I hear that one a lot. Oh, really? He's the lesser of two evils. Okay. And then, but, uh, you know, my people, Italians, but we've always voted liberals. So uh, we're just going to, yeah, that's right. you're just going to keep voting for the party of destruction because your parents voted for this party when it was actually pretty good. 30, 40, 50 years ago, when the politicians that when I even, by the way, I never voted for Justin Trudeau, I'm proud to say that, but when the, uh, you know, politicians, the liberals of the past ran for, for PM that I did vote for, they were more center, they were more, uh, you know, they were down the middle, uh, they never had uh, that kind of security. You remember when, when Jean Chrétien was in the middle of the crowd and somebody got too close? He didn't have any, he had one or two security guards. He had to choke the guy. Remember that? He had to choke the guy or else uh, who knows what would have happened to him. He had to protect himself. Now Trudeau has 37 vehicles and who knows how many security officers protecting him. That's not because he's popular. That's because he's extremely popular when it comes to people who don't like him. How's that? Extremely hated. So Justin Trudeau, the thing that scares me, and I don't want to be one of those people because I don't want to talk about rigged elections. I don't want to bring up Dominion voting machines. I just did. But if Justin Trudeau wins the next election with the hate he's getting, coast to coast in Canada, anywhere he goes, he gets booed by at the Indigenous Games, goes to Nova Scotia, he gets nailed by protesters, goes to Calgary, they're yelling his name at the city streets, protect our children, and Justin Trudeau is a hoe, I don't know what the, the heck they're, they're, they're saying, but they hate him, he goes to BC, and he's cornered and, and uh, yelled at, and this guy, I've never seen anybody disliked, any prime minister, disliked as much as him so if he wins the next election either i'm missing something either i've lost my mind completely and you've lost your mind because you're still here on the other side of this podcast we've lost our minds because the polls all point to a conservative minority to majority there is zero chance justin trudeau in my eyes will win the next election but if he does, which I believe is still possible because this guy's got 15 lives, if he does win, I am going to truly believe the fix is in. There's something that's not right. It makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. 
when somebody as popular as Pierre Polyev, people are turning out to see him asking questions, answering the questions, drilling Trudeau in question period. He's a winner. He wins, wins, wins every time versus Justin Trudeau. And the people seem to like him, or at least willing to give Pierre Polyev a chance. So if Pierre does not get it, and the polls all point to Pierre Polyev winning. So if he doesn't win, I'm done. Uh, seriously, I might have to take some time off from this podcast. Because honest, honestly, the day after, if Trudeau is still in, I might pack these cameras and lights, this podcast table. I might actually might take everything and just throw it out the window and a fire sale. I might torch, not, not this place because this loft and everything around it is beautiful. But I'm going to throw everything out the window and just burn it, including the cameras, the, the, the speakers, my headphones, everything. I'm done. Over. Nothing else to, to, to keep doing this for. Nothing. Not that my podcast is only about this moron, but uh, uh, like honestly, all the time wasted, all the conversations, everything, to then have the Canadian public vote this guy back in. I, who's got the lighter? I'm burning this beautiful table. Look, they have consultants. They have people that tell them, this is what you need to do. This is what's unpopular with your party. So when you completely fire seven people and you move 23 people and you're doing it to save your ass, if you're doing it because you believe that if you do these things, you could still win the election. And I believe, as crazy as it sounds, and I don't want it to happen, there's still a slight chance he could win. And I think I would be completely unfunctionable if that's the case I, i'll not be able to continue honestly i would need a think a one to two month vacation out of this place to reassess where i'm going next because i can't stay here Th this guy his time has run out and then you know they ask him one of the questions any good journalist would ask and here's what trudeau says can you explain your decision to fire Marco Mendicino, Morna Forche, and David Lametti and remove them entirely from your cabinet? I want to thank uh, everyone who has served this country and this cabinet so well over the past uh, number of years. Um, this is a, a moment where putting forward the strongest possible team of, uh, with uh, fresh energy and a range of skills that are going to be able to continue the really important work of showing Canadians the positive and ambitious vision for the future. And Trudeau, he's so good at this. Avoid, avoid, avoid. And he may have learned this from the Friends TV show. Pivot, pivot, pivot. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Drive-By Podcast. Please, if you can... That's not like I was begging. Please, please, if you can, review. This is so important. Review on Apple. Actually write, type a review. I liked it. It's awesome. I like this about Frank. I don't like this. But less of the I don't like, more positive. Five star on Spotify if you can. You can check out any of the episodes, past episodes on YouTube. And any input that you would like to give me, I would love to hear at Freeway Frank on Twitter, which will be known as X soon. And that's pissing off.
a lot of people, a lot of liberals. That's freaking people out. <laughs> I go on with my day. They could call it whatever you want. I'll X, I'll tweet, I'll Z, I'll whatever letter or word they come up with, I'll do. And I'll be there answering your messages via DMs on Instagram as well at Freeway Frank. Thank you so much for listening in. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. The Drive-By Podcast, brought to you by OwnSpace. Space.